Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Greatest Generation, a podcast built around the stories of yesteryear as told by the very people who lived through them. I am your host, Aaron Weisler. Today we will be speaking with Beverly. It was a very inspiring story to share. If you haven't already, please subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please don't hesitate to give us a five-star rating on iTunes as well. You can also reach me directly at thegreatestgeneration1 at gmail.com. Comments and questions are always welcome. And now, without further ado, I bring you a conversation with Beverly. So we're here with Beverly. Um, can you tell me a little, ba- a little bit about yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Beverly Yvonne Onrood. I have two French names. Okay. Yvonne, that's common in France. And my last name, Onrood, and I'm the only Onrood in the United States. Wow. And my husband's family, gosh, I, I think it was like four or five generations back mm-hmm. they originated in uh, the French part of Switzerland. Wow. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bernard Pies in Colorado. I have not. But it's a very famous Pies. Mm-hmm. And he was an engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the brother to the Henriad. Mm-hmm. So he was persuaded to come over here. He was an engineer, okay. an engineer that pies. Okay. So, um, so that's kind of how the name got started. Okay. But unfortunately, uh, my husband had one brother, mm-hmm. and they had four daughters, so... There's no one to carry the name. (laughs) And then we had two daughters. Right. But uh, that's okay because we have so much darn trouble, people trying to pronounce it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I grew up, uh, I grew up uh, in a little small town, true story, named North, N-O-R-T-H, South Carolina. Okay. And it's approximately uh, 30 miles south of Columbia. Columbia is the capital. Right. And I grew up there, graduated. I was second honor graduate. That's a auditorium. And then I moved to Columbia, and uh, I worked for a credit company. We financed cars. Okay. And... I met my husband there. He and my boss were roommates. So that's how I met my boss, uh, Robert, through him. Okay. And um, let's see, we dated for roughly two and a half years. And then we married, and he was with Honeywell. He started with them right right out of tech, right after college. Okay. And uh, he stayed with them almost 40 years, wow. which was longevity. Of course, nowadays, yeah. it's unheard of. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we, we lived in Columbia there for mm, roughly three years after we were married. Mm-hmm. And he was offered an opportunity as a manager uh, to move to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So consequently, we moved there, lived there for three years. How did you like that? <sighs> Not at all, because oh. at that time of my life, 
my kids were small. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, small yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. And there was, it's that Vanderbilt clique. Mm. And okay. we lived in an in, in area that was, you know, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt clique. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, well, I, you know, attended church on Sunday, but I was not able to really get out and circulate because I didn't have back then, it's not like it is now, like a mom's day out or half a day, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I, I, I just didn't, and the... The music, see, you have to remember, this was uh, six in the mid-60s, mm-hmm. and, and the music, I call it, was twangy, twangy. I mean, that... Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like that twang. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, back then... Uh, the programs on TV were just country music, Dolly mm. Parton, and yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I, so I couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. But okay. had I lived there when my children were older, see, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I could have circulated more and you know made more yeah. friends. Right. So then. My husband was offered. He he had an inside office job, which he he did not like. He wanted to be out in the field with his clients, you know, okay. looking at them face right. to face. Right. So they had an opportunity here in Atlanta. So uh, <clears throat> they asked him, "Well, would you be interested in going to Atlanta, and you can work in the field?" Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, yes, perfect. Mm-hmm. So then we moved to Atlanta, and I've been here ever since. Let's see, 50, been about 55 years. Wow. <laughs> How do you like Atlanta? Uh, well, I like it. Mm-hmm. However, I've seen so much growth now. Mm-hmm. It's becoming, you know, it's, it's the same old story, the right. traffic. Oh, Traffic. Yeah. Oh yeah, the traffic is unreal and it's growing. It's like uh, uh, coming to America, you know. Yeah, coming right. to America, <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to come to Atlanta, big A, big A. Right. But yeah, I mean, I like the cultural. I like the theater. I used to usher full time at the Fox Theater. Wow. Oh, I saw so. Nice, beautiful place. I actually usher over at Verizon Amphitheater. Oh, do yeah, you? Yeah. Wonderful. I love it. Love and it. I ushered at Chastain. Oh, wow. At some of the night, you know, the night concerts in the summer. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, when everybody had a fancy tablecloth. Yeah. Fine yeah. china. They're fine crystal. Right. You know, yeah. real flowers and mm-hmm. gourmet you know, wines right. and the whole works. Yeah. Yeah, it, wow. it was, I, I just really enjoyed that. And then also, I ushered for the Atlanta Symphony. Oh, that's great. And that, I just 
really enjoyed that. Re- I mean, I enjoyed everything. And then the Alliance Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? The director now. Maybe somebody else. But they had wonderful plays. That's great. <clears throat> so I love the arts, and mm-hmm. uh, I love artwork and museums, and, you know, all the cultural things. Have you ever been to uh, museums in New York? No, no. They're they're amazing. Oh, I they I'd are. love to go to the Metropolitan. They are yeah, amazing. Yeah. Art Center. No, well, I've only been to New York one time, and that was my senior year in school. <laughs> Okay. So we went to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and New York, mm-hmm. and Luray Caverns. Oh, wow. And our okay. teacher, one of our teachers, she was amazing. Wilhelmina Wade, W-A-D-E, I still mm-hmm. remember her name. And she was instrumental. See, it was supposed to just be in to Washington. Right. But she arranged to lengthen the trip so we could go to New York and then stop at Luray. But it was wow. a wonderful experience. That was, what, 57? And we stayed, oh, oh, what's that area? There's a Piccadilly, Piccadilly Hotel. I, I've heard mm-hmm. of it in London. Mm-hmm. But guess who was staying there? The famous actor Burl Ives, wow. and he came walking down the stairs. And I, Gosh, there's Burl Ives, <laughs> <laughs> and that was wow. my first charcoal hamburger. Wow! I'd never had a charcoal hamburger, so we mm-hmm. we ate at a restaurant where they served that, and those are uh, two fond memories. And then we we saw the Rockettes. At oh, Radio yeah. City Music Hall. Yeah. Okay. So it, it was, even though it's been all those years, I still have those memories. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, all right. Um, okay, so I know that the arts have played a big part in your mm-hmm. life. Um, so music has played a big part oh, in your life as well? I love music. I love all genres, all except I don't like some of the rap. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless they could clean up the lyrics. <laughs> you I, know? I understand. But I don't like that than, either. But other than that, oh, yeah. I love rhythm, the mm-hmm. blues, the Mississippi, the blues, like B.B. Oh. King. Oh, B.B. King, And yeah. those artists. I actually saw B.B. King live. Did you? Yeah, he played at, I think it was Verizon, uh, Verizon Amphitheater. Here? Yeah, oh. um, he was with another artist. I forget who it was, but oh. but yeah, BB oh. King was one of the openers, uh-huh. and he was amazing. But there were a lot. There was a station I, I listened to when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. It was Randy's Record Shop oh, from nice. Gallatin, Tennessee, which is a suburb mm-hmm. of Nashville. Right. And on the weekend, the later it got. Better the music, and he played all these like Muddy Waters and Howling Wolf. Mm. You know all of these artists, the blues. Oh yeah. Oh, I just and then I love classical music. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I love some of the country. You know, it's kind of yeah. gone more modern rather right. than mm-hmm. that playing yeah. I was talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love some of that. And uh, jazz, I love mm-hmm. jazz. My dad loves jazz. Yeah, I love jazz. So all genres of music. That's great. Um, okay, so um, let's talk a little bit about your um, your college. Um, I graduated second honor student. Okay. And then I also attended a, a two years, a community college. In fact, they've changed the name. It used to be DeKalb, mm-hmm. and I think it's... What is it now? It's another name, not the cab, but it's another. It's a community college. Okay. And I studied marketing. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. Okay, so yeah. what did you want to be when you were in college? Uh, well, at that time, back then, mm-hmm. we were back in the 50s. It's right. different than nowadays. Mm-hmm. But uh, education for women was not as dominant or talked about as much as it is nowadays. Right. So it was like, okay, you get married, mm-hmm. finish school, you get married, mm-hmm. then you start a family. Right. And it was then like, well, when your children got older, mm-hmm. then maybe you could go back to college. Right. Or kind of start your your other phase in life or right. your career then. Right. But it's different now. Different yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, I was just, I was, you know, going to get married, and, which I did. And, okay. you know, have a family. And so my children, you know, they were born, my first one was born a year after we married. And then okay. the second one was born two years later. Okay. So, um, but nowadays, one thing I could say to all the young women, Mm. get your education. Get that education. I don't care if you've married a billionaire. Right. He might leave you one day. Right. Do you have any skills? Oh, no. You know. So you have to have skills now to go out into the workplace, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. So uh, I, I would I would just recommend very strongly to all these young ladies, ladies stop chasing guys. There, there's plenty of time. Right. There's plenty of time in your life to do that. Exactly. So, I mean... So, uh, yeah, that's... uh, Okay. And now my children, all of my grandchildren, well, my my children have college degrees. All of my grandchildren have college degrees. In fact, my uh, youngest grandson, he'll be graduating with a B.S. in December from um, uh, the business college at Kennesaw, Kennesaw, yeah. That's a good school. Mm -hmm. It's a really good school. And then my granddaughter, in fact, she's going, they're going tomorrow to look at this medical school. 
Okay. She wants to be a PA, physician's assistant. Oh, that's great. And she's halfway through getting her bachelor's now. Mm-hmm. And then she'll have two more years in a PA right. know, college. Okay. So she's going to look at, you know, look at a college. And then my oldest grandson, he has his bachelor's in architect, but he's going to be leaving a lot of part of this month mm-hmm. to go to Seattle, Washington, because he's been accepted, University of Washington. He wants to get his master's. Oh, that's great. Now. And then my other oldest granddaughter, she's in Austin, mm-hmm. and she's with an attorney firm. So okay. all, all of them have have degrees, so I'm so proud. You know, I'm so I proud of all are. of them. And then, of course, my daughters, my uh, daughter, oldest daughter graduated from Clemson, and mm-hmm. uh, she has her degree in um, uh, bi- biology, like medical. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then my other daughter in computers. Okay. Yeah, so I'm so proud they all college college graduates. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's that's really great. But I'm I'm pro education. Pro education. You you've got to hit those books first. Yes. And my granddaughter's like an A student. Okay. That's great. So she her material her, her curriculum is so difficult now. She's. She's like inorganic chemistry and really mm-hmm. difficult. And the other day, and then I made a B, and she was almost apologizing. I said, Miss Lauren, that is great. Think about it. That is equivalent to the A's. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. See, That's so great. she's she real. She's a real achieved achiever. That's, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, this may seem like a, little, a strange question, but just you know, go with it. Uh, do you like to smile, and what things make you smile now? Oh, just thoughts, thoughts. I can visualize something. Mm-hmm. In my mind, you know, I can see it. Mm -hmm. But I love flowers. Flowers, they make me so happy. That's awesome. I have a beautiful top, and it has flowers on it, and the caption is, let's see, a a day. uh, It's like a flower smiling. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I just love all flowers, I- any kind of flowers. Even my uh, my father loved flowers. The, the boys, his yeah. siblings, mm-hmm. they love flowers. And my daughters, they love flowers, too. And my mother, so. But I love flowers. And uh, I, I like funny, funny things. I can mm-hmm. see humor. <laughs> And, you know, in things that, oh, maybe I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about that. But it just strikes me as or, funny. I mean, I just yeah. see the humor. That's, that's, that's and great. And it, it really keeps you 
keeps your uh, keeps you in a good happy mood. Yes, it, it does. really does to think the good thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what is your most cherished family tradition? Uh, the holidays, hot Christmas, That's Christmas good. especially. Yeah. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't have any siblings. Right. So I grew up alone, mm. and then when I married, you know, I had in-laws. Right. And uh, so we would get together at Christmas, and I just love that because I love to cook. I love to decorate. I, I just like to make things look so inviting and tempting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like food, the garnishes, uh -huh. oh, you know, eye appeal. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. just love all that in, entertaining. So that's that's what I look forward to with the holidays because it's really when you remove all the tap tapestry, so to speak, right. it comes down to your family. Yes. It comes down Absolutely. to the I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Couldn't agree more. Um, and what is your happiest and proudest moment? When I graduated, second honor graduate, because my I was in a really bad situation. Mm -hmm. My father left my mother before I was born. And uh, she was a true pioneer woman. Mm -hmm. I don't know what would have happened to us. So we had no place to go. Mm -hmm. And that was, I mean, they didn't have resources like they have now. Right. So finally, her parents took us in, my grandparents. Mm -hmm. Right. So I grew up with my, you know, grandparents. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I don't know what it was, but I was always inspired to study. I love going to school. I love my books. Mm -hmm. But one person, you know, encouraged me or anything. It was like I was kind of out on my own, you know, trying to challenge myself and right. inspire myself. So then later in life, my father neither remarried. Mm -hmm. He wanted to re-enter my life. Mm -hmm. And see, he wanted to take all the glory, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And when I graduated with that honor, he came. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of them said, Beverly... Oh, your father looks so proud of you, you know, like bragging. Yeah. I said, well, let me tell you one thing. He didn't do one thing to enable me to be here like I am. It was my mother. It was my mother. And that was the happiest because I had really achieved a goal mm -hmm. with, you know, with my mother just struggling. And another happy, oh, I had two, okay. when my children were born. 
That that's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. All right. Um, what if anything would you have done differently in your life? Oh, I would have attended. I was great, fabulous, mm-hmm. shorthand and typing and bookkeeping back mm-hmm. then. You know, right. old typewriter. Mm-hmm. My speed, I, I could do 150 words a minute shorthand. Wow. I typing was like 100, at least 100 words a minute. Mm-hmm. And my bookkeeping, I made all A's on my bookkeeping. And I was extremely proficient. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a rep from a college in Columbia. Mm-hmm. We lived about 30 miles from the capital. Right. And he came and talked to me about enrolling. It was named Columbia Commercial College. Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, my I talked to my teacher, my commercial right. teacher, about mm-hmm. it, and she said, "Oh, oh no, your your skills are high. You know, you really don't need to go to the college." Mm-hmm. And I listened to her, which I shouldn't have. I should have enrolled mm-hmm. right away and got started. Because, see, they would place you with professional companies like I could have worked for an attorney or I could have worked for a doctor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. You know, Mm -hmm. professional. Plus, I would have gained the experience. See, it would have been uh, a big plus on my resume. Mm Mm-hmm. But see, Absolutely. I didn't. I just I didn't have anybody else to advise me right. or tell me. Mm-hmm. So if I had to do it again uh, in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. If you had the power to solve one and only one problem in the world, what would it be, and why? Well, if I can wave a magic wand let's say Mm -hmm. I wish some of these third world uh, countries you know could have some of the good life that we have here in this country I wish every family had a roof over their head Mm -hmm. uh, meals three times a day Mm -hmm. clean water Mm -hmm. electricity and their children in school. If I if I could do that, that's great. Um, okay. What would you like your children and grandchildren to know about you? I'm a very smart lady. I function at a very high level, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm friendly. I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a nice person to know. Very nice person to know. That's great. All right. And if you could write a message to each of your children and grandchildren and put it in a time capsule for them to read 20 years from now, what would you write to each? Uh, hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. I know the world has changed a lot in 20 years, mm-hmm. and now you're faced 
with probably newer, newer technology, like it's happening almost as we speak, Absolutely. the new technology. Uh-huh. And, you know, some somehow stay focused. Absolutely. You know, stay, stay focused and don't let that, like, uh, you know, like you're going to flip out, so to right. speak, <laughs> or check out. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you oh, so much. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to? Sh- is there anything yeah, else you'd I like want, to share? I want one more thing. Sure. The legacy continues. Okay. Both of my granddaughters. Well, first of all, let me back up. Okay. My middle name, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. I was named after the Dion. There were five girls born in Canada back in the mm-hmm. mid-30s. Mm-hmm. And somebody in my family heard about it, and they liked Yvonne. So I'm named after one of those. Of course, okay. she's, she's passed now. So uh, when my first daughter was born, Pamela, mm-hmm. I named her, my, her middle name after me, Pamela Yvonne. Okay. So the tradition, okay, so that's two generations there. Right. And then uh, they named both of their daughters. There's uh, Caroline Yvonne, mm-hmm. and then there's Lauren Yvonne. Oh. So that's three generations. And if when they marry and have mm-hmm. families, if they have a daughter, you know, they may carry on the Yvonne tradition, you know. So I'm I'm very proud, very proud of of that name and and the legacy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share? I I think that, I think that's pretty much, yeah, wraps it up. Okay, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you well, so thank much. thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. Beautiful. There you have it. A conversation with a fascinating individual, Beverly, on The Greatest Generation. If you liked what you heard, please don't hesitate to subscribe and give us a five-star review on iTunes. I really do appreciate it. Stay tuned for our next episode coming next week. Until then, enjoy. <laughs>